Hello, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. Today, we are talking about Leadership 101. If you've looked at some of our other podcasts and thought that maybe you don't know if this is what you need or that's what you need, this is a great podcast to start with. Have a magical week. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Magical Learning Podcast. We are back this week after a week off, and we'll get into some of the uh, things that people got up to in the week off very shortly. But I want to thank you for listening. We had a big week last week. So, again, people liked the reissued episode. It was one of our uh, earlier ones that we've now issued as a video that you can watch on Spotify. So, pretty good. You can listen to it, the old version, or you can watch it, the new version. Pretty good stuff. Everything's available. Um, we're all rested and refreshed and I'm excited to chat to everyone and see how they're going. So why not start now? Let's start with uh, the, Graham, first person on the call. I think that's fair to ask. How was your week last week? Uh, my week was good, Jess. Thank you. So first week, uh, finally back home after a bit of a break in our most southern state. Um, and uh, it's the, the first First Friday of No Daylight Savings for 2022, which is pretty exciting. That is pretty exciting. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks for that, Graham. Um, yeah, happy to help. Yeah, great. <laughs> Just for those people that hadn't set their clocks back yet, that's uh, it's a good reminder there. So it's a good one. Um, Alan, how's your week been? Oh, it's been great, Jazz, and it's great to have everybody in New South Wales back onto Queensland time again. And <laughs> <laughs> makes calculating scheduling a little bit easier for me and yeah i'm just generally enjoying the cooler weather and getting outdoors a bit more now which is wonderful awesome awesome good to hear alan and yeah i'm glad we're on the same time zone now that's good uh, john how have you been this week uh, just another busy week jess just uh doing the normal sorts of things with work and kids and family and that sort of stuff nothing exciting Fair enough. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on anyway. So thanks for jumping on, John. Um, Thank and, you. Yeah, no problem. And Kanika, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been so lovely to see Graham and um, Danette in person and have you guys around after so long, um, despite it being autumn now in Victoria and things getting cold. We've had a couple of nice 20 plus degree days which I'm really savoring before we only have like seven to eight hours of sunlight a day. Um, so that's been really lovely. But yeah, that's been my week. That is true. And today we also have great weather. So that's a, an extra benefit. We've got a good weekend here in Melbourne. Um, awesome. Well, thank you all so much for showing up today. It's exciting. Uh, we're back live. So that's exciting. And today we're talking about Leadership 101. I thought People that may be emerging leaders may uh, be put into roles and may look through our feed and look for different things that they may want to work on. But I thought as a bit more of a general podcast, I thought we could do a Leadership 101, some basic tips and tricks that may help out if you're really stuck and don't even know where to start. Um, and so I thought uh, we can go around and we've got some great leaders amongst us. So I think it's a great group to ask. Uh, so I'm excited to hear what everyone has to say. Uh, so I might start with you, Graham, with our first question of the week. And that is, what traits make for a great leader? No pressure. Uh, that's what I like to see. No pressure at all. I think uh, humility is is why maybe i'll just go to i think humility um is hugely important and probably more relevant in 2022 given the last couple of years um compassion 
do you want to um, elaborate a little bit more for people that maybe know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to make it hard for you. You've got to earn your money today. Just, oh, hang on, we're not paying you, are we? That's right. Yeah. I, so the humility thing, um, I, I think it's really difficult to be an effective leader, um, certainly a great leader, if you come from a place of ego most of the time. Uh, so I think the humility thing is, is always hugely important and, and um, yeah, continuing to remind yourself that you are a very, very small part of a much bigger thing as in you know, you're one human being on planet Earth amongst uh, 8 billion others and that planet Earth is an infinitesimally small object in the grander scheme of universal galaxial things galaxials the new word i just made it up it's what happens when you try and get clever on a friday afternoon um so anyway yeah stay humble stay humble folks the other one compassion um again given what we've been through as a species in the last couple of years i think at the moment uh being um just a, being a good leader i think requires us to have a lot more compassion firstly for ourselves uh, but secondly, for others around us, you know, there's, there's lots of opportunity for us to have um, a, a healing impact on others. And I think compassion is a great place to start. Awesome. Thanks for that, Graham. Uh, Welcome. Amazing. That, great elaboration. I think you nailed it. Uh, <laughs> um, Alan, I might throw the same question to you. What traits make for a good leader? Uh, thanks, Jez. Yeah, I really relate to what Graham says, and I guess I probably just got different words for a similar thing. And mine were, you know, vulnerability and self-awareness. Um, I guess it's noticing, you know, what effect are we having on the people around us? You know, are we accepting that, you know, like Graham says, you know, we're a human being? Um, and yeah, we're not perfect. You know, we do make mistakes. And you know, modeling that for our team that you know it is okay to make mistakes around here because you know, if we can't make mistakes, we can't be creative, try new ideas, and we're not learning. I like that as well. The learning part of being a leader. Some people may think, you know, I have the leadership skills, I'm ready to go. But I think staying uh, as an eager learner, I think is a great tip there, Alan. So thanks for that. Uh, John, I'll throw it to you. What traits make for a great leader? Well, I had humility on my list, but seeing as though Graham's covered that in such depth in his expansion of his answer, I'll leave that well alone. Um, so things like patience. Uh, and when I say patience, it's allow others to have their say or to try to do things potentially, <laughs> nice, potentially different to what you would do them, but still get the same results, still get the positive outcome. So to have patience and allow that to happen, you also have to have relationship skills and be able to build relationships with people. Um, you've got to earn their trust. They've got to earn your trust. So those relationship skills become very important. So patience and relationship skills, Jess. Mm, love that as well. And I love you touching on the trust part of that as well. I think that's a, also a great uh, aspect. So thanks for that, John. Um, Awesome. I'll throw it to Kanika. What makes for a great leader? What traits? Um, I'm basing this, I'm basing my answer off of um, 
people that have been leaders in my life and where I felt really valued. And I think the good leaders that I've had in my life have been the ones that have taken a genuine interest in me as a person and who I am and what I want to do. So I guess like seeing that they actually care. So someone, I think, yeah, just taking a genuine interest in you, like listening to you, hearing what you have to say. Um, I think even outside of work um, and just con just like wanting to get to know the people that they work with, you know, and the people that they are leading. Um, so yeah, I feel like people who take a genuine interest in the people that they want to lead is something that I've noticed um, is being really helpful for me. I respond to leadership like that really well. So I feel like it also creates more space for one-on-one -on -one learning. It creates space and creates context for the leader in how they're trying to lead specifically for the person they are trying to lead. So it's not like for them, like a one size fits all form of leadership if they are getting to know all the people on their team and taking a genuine interest in all their lives. So they can kind of tailor their leadership to the people that need it and how they need it more than just applying like a blanket rule. Yeah. But nice. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I think I, I, I love the, the sort of takeaway that I'm getting from a lot of this is that humility, I guess, sort of comes into it in some ways where you're trying to get, you want to learn a lot about your employees in a lot of ways or people that you're trying to lead, I guess, is taking cues from them even um, is something that I've sort of picked up here. But yeah, thanks for your answers. Great stuff. This is good. I hope some people that are listening to this that want to become better leaders are starting to take away some stuff like I am. So Awesome. Thanks for the uh, the input so far. Let's jump to question two now, which is what are some mistakes for, uh, might first time leaders make? And I'll start with you, Kanika, for this one. You're just on mute still. <laughs> um, I guess first time leaders mistakes they would probably make is putting too much pressure on their team, thinking like at least in my personal experience, when I was leading my first sort of like creative project that I was doing. Um, I think I set standards and had expectations of people that I didn't communicate to them. So they couldn't have known these were my expectations and me just expecting them to do a certain thing a certain way without me communicating that um, was clearly a problem. So, cause I didn't get what I want. They didn't know what I wanted. And so I think when you're leading someone uh, figuring out if you're like compatible in sort of like a communication way, um, setting your expectations beforehand is important. Otherwise, um, I think the person that you're trying to lead will end up frazzled and confused and you'll end up disappointed and confused. So I guess like communicating expectations is something that maybe first time leaders wouldn't do. They just kind of expect something to happen. So I think being transparent and letting your team know what you want from them and what you kind of require from them and how you kind of want to have them communicate with you and vice versa. Um, that's something a first-time leader can keep in mind. Like communicate your expectations. People aren't going to read your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And um, I, yeah, I think that's a great one as well because some people may, like you said, not be used to it. So that's a great answer. Thanks for that, Kanika. John, I'll throw the same question to you now. What are some mistakes first-time leaders might make? 
The one that I there are two that I see in working where I work. It's um, you, you've got some some people who come into leadership roles and they're immediately making changes, and you often sit back and you have conversations with your colleagues about do we really need to do that? Does it need to be, you know? Whereas I've seen other people walk into roles and they say, I'm not touching anything for the first 100 days. There won't be changes for the first 100 or a period of time. So finding that balance of why are you making the changes? Are you making the changes just to leave your mark on things? Or are you making your changes to make things and things are going to get better as a result? So being able to dis distinguish the two. The other one I would say is that um, leaders sort of get confused. They think they have to have all the answers. Um, and really, you don't. You know, there are key people that sit underneath you that help you make those informed decisions and you, you leverage off their information and come to your own conclusions. But you don't need to have all the answers. Build a team around you that can support you with your weaknesses um, so that where you're not particularly strong, other people can fill that hole for you. So there's a couple of responses, Jess. Yeah, awesome. I love that. And I also love that these are so so far so different. So we're getting a nice uh, broad approach. So thanks for that. Um, Alan, I'll throw it to you. What are some mistakes first-time leaders might make? Um, one coming up for me, Jess, is they're focusing on the KPIs, you know, are we getting the job done and forgetting about our people and I like the way John and Kaneka have both spoken about you know, the relationships and the people. And it takes me back to that you know, saying where people don't care how much we know until they know that we care. And understanding our team and knowing uh, where their strengths and their weaknesses are allows us to put people in areas where they can really shine. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think that's a great takeaway as well, that uh, people don't know how much, yeah, how much... That, that care thing sorry i've forgotten it now but it was a great line alex <laughs> now well done jeff well yeah. put together thanks <laughs> great hosting by me you know uh <laughs> inspiring look i care alan and i think that's the most important takeaway i'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome All right, um graham well, i'll throw it to you what are some mistakes first-time leaders might make um, probably that the most obvious one right now is not writing things down when they hear them, you know, the first time, which is completely unkind. And I apologize. Um, I, so seriously, I, I think one is, um, thinking that, uh, they're on their own. So I have to do, and this sort of goes back to one of part of John's uh, response around, you know, build a team around you. So, and the, the idea that you don't have to have all of the answers. Um, leadership doesn't have to be a solo thing. In fact, most of the time it's not. Very, very rarely is it a complete solo thing. Uh, even the, the people that we recognise as great leaders throughout history usually had people behind providing support, guidance, et cetera. Um, the uh, the other mistake, I was going to say, you know, what mistakes might new leaders make? All of them, uh, which is usually a good thing. So, but following on from that, probably the other mistake is um, again going back to John's comment about not getting it one hundred percent right the first time. Um, being outwards focused for me is a huge one, and Alan was talking earlier about self awareness. 
So the traditional, and we use that, um, you know, industrial age definition of a leader was a charismatic visionary who literally led people on whatever path they decided they wanted to go on. And, and I think that's shifted massively. Um, so first time leaders should spend more time thinking about how they lead themselves rather than worrying too much about how they're going to lead the people around them. Awesome. Thanks for that, Graham. I've, I loved all the answers to that question, by the way. I felt like everyone came at it from a different approach. So hopefully if you're listening to this and you're a new leader, there's something that you can definitely take away. And if you do find a good quote, definitely write it down. I think that's a, a good good lesson that I've learned um, today. <laughs> um, all right, well, Graham, we'll stay with you for our final question here, which is what are some techniques to make you a better leader? Um, it's not really a technique. Uh, it's, it's probably more of an attitude. Um, but I think the... Uh, and I'm probably, I should have written this one down, Jess. This is, this is what happens. It comes back to bite you. The uh, apprentice mindset. So just carrying or holding an apprentice mindset. Uh, and the concept of an apprentice, for those who might not be familiar with it, is I'm still learning. Uh, I never get to mastery. I never become a master of being a leader. So if I, if I hang on to this idea of being an apprentice, then I'm always open to learning things about learning new ways of becoming a better leader. So. I love that. That's a great one, Graham. Thanks for that. Um, Alan, I'll throw the same question to you. What are some techniques that can make you a better leader? Um, you know, I really relate to what Graham was saying, Jess, where you know, a lot of us start off as the technician and we're really great at our job and we move up through the ranks and find one day that we're in a management role and for some reason, we assume that we have those management skills. So you're yeah, being curious about, you know, what else is there out there that I don't know? And yeah, learning, you know, learning skills like communication to build the relationships with your team, which, you know, as a technician, they may not be required, but as management, they're vital. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thanks, Alan. Yeah. And I think that's a good, it's a good overarching thing to keep in mind, I think. So, you know, just being willing to learn, I think is a great uh, technique. So yeah, thanks for that. You too. Um, John, I'll throw to you. What are some techniques that can make you a better leader? So there, I'll go with two again. And one is, have you thought about what's the legacy you want to leave behind? Have you thought about, have you given consideration to, to what that is? Um, and it goes back to, to Graham, that can be an external thing, but it also, how do they, you know, how do they lead themselves? So unless you know what, what's at the end of the journey or the, your destination, you're going to make all sorts of meanderings. But, yeah, how, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? And the second one is, I guess, when there is a big decision to be made, get a cup of coffee, order a cup of coffee. So, and what I mean by that, there's a movie and Morgan Freeman's the vice president of America and the president's blah, 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 and, you know, bombs and shit going off. But um, they're talking about whether they make this huge decision and he's just come into the room, he's going through and he's got everyone at him. And his first response is, 
such and such, get me a cup of coffee, I'll have white with two sugars and blah. And it's like that just buys him some time to actually think about what he's doing and what the impacts of what he's going, the decision he's going to make are. So, yeah, get that, order that cup of coffee to buy yourself that time so that you're not just making rash decisions or knee-jerk decisions, but you're actually making informed and considered decisions. That's a great, great tip there. Uh, th- thanks for that, John. Um, love it. Uh, Kanika, I'll throw to you now. What are some techniques to make you a better leader? Um, I think feeding off of what Graham said earlier, where um, be open to learning constantly. And also, um, it's not, you're not alone in this is an important thing to remember. So I guess listen to your team when they're telling you something. Um, don't try and shut them down because you're the leader. Like listen to what people have to say. And I think also approaching situations with um, empathy and open-mindedness, I also think is really important uh, because I think you get more done and you have better results that way than leading people through just what you've like read in like a leadership book 10 years ago like you have to like give room to change you have to be flexible because like I said not everyone's going to enjoy the same style of leadership not everyone's going to respond to the same style of leadership so I think being flexible in that respect is also really important but yeah I think everybody's really discovered what I was going to say and so this is just my extra tidbits on that yeah, well, we're lucky enough. Uh, Danette has jumped in as a special guest right at the end here. So we'll throw the uh, the last question to you. That's what we're up to at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, but I did also want to say, I think that one thing that I'm taking away so far is how much of it is, um, how much of leadership is relying on other people and listening and giving them space as well to help you. I think that's a, something that I'm definitely taking away. So thanks so much for everyone's response. Uh, Danette, I'm going to throw you the last question, um, which is, what are some techniques that make you a better leader? Awesome. Can you hear me? Because it's a bit choppy. So, yep, awesome, beautiful. So I think um, to that point about it involves other people, getting yourself a good coach or a mentor to be able to continuously develop your skills so that people are you know you're continuously growing and accepting that you don't know everything and in fact you're going to be dealing with people who are different to you um the questions i think are super important and for me daily reflection and continuously learning and growing they help you become better and i think accepting that failure is going to be part of your leadership and be gracious in that failure because there are some fabulous gems of lessons if you're willing to be humble about not getting it right first time. Thanks, Jess. Awesome. Well, yeah, great addition. Thank you for that. And I want to thank everyone for jumping on the podcast today. It's great to see six screens uh, up on the the screen here. So that'll be a feast for the eyes for the people that want to watch this uh, podcast. Um, We might just now uh, wrap it up. Um, So for just uh, Leadership 101, some final thoughts. And I'll start with you, Mum, and then we'll go back the other way. I think that as a leader, you know, 101, 
know that you can't know everything, that everyone you meet knows something you don't, and that's a Bill Nye quote. And so you know, use the skills, the strengths of your people. And if you feel like you need to control them, that is your issue, your fear. What you need to do is empower your people and use their beautiful skills to the maximum. So that for me would be my tip. Thanks, Jez. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for that, Danette. Thanks for your little last uh, last minute cameo. Uh, great stuff. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. It's all right. Uh, Kanika, final thoughts on Leadership 101. Um, I think there's nothing that hasn't already been said about leadership in this podcast, but I would say um, listen, learn, like Danette said, like leave room for failure because there will be failure and accept it graciously. Um, and don't expect doing so you're going to succeed the first time you do something and don't beat yourself up if you don't succeed at doing something the first time you do it because that's not helpful to you or your team. And I think you you almost, if you ha- if that last one had it started with L as well, you had a great four Ls because it was listen, learn, leave room. And then uh, the last one didn't have an L. So I couldn't incorporate it into the oh, four no. Ls. <laughs> but good, good work. Thanks for that, Kanika. Um, John, I'll throw to you final thoughts on Leadership 101. Look, leadership is a lifetime, lifelong journey. I've got thrown in an L there for you, Jess. Um, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's so you're going to learn something new every day. You're going to fail at times, but you get just dust yourself off and pick yourself up and you go again. Um, and yeah, just be humble about it. Mm. I love that. And I think that that's also reminding me of uh, if you, if you are struggling to sort of deal with some of that stuff, we have some resilience podcasts. So if you're struggling with some of the things, there is also ways to build your resilience. You can go back in the archives and check them out. But uh, thanks for that, John. Really appreciate it. Um, Alan, I'll throw to you final thoughts on leadership 101. Um, I think what's standing out for me, Jez, is that yeah, we're not alone as the leader and we are human. We're going to make mistakes and this is a lifelong journey. And you know, people do want us to succeed. People are there to help. And yeah, quite often all we have to do is find somebody who's getting those results that we want and just ask them, you know, how do we do that? Yeah, I love that. And that's a great way for people that are not sure how to learn, find people you want to be more like and ask them. I think that's a, that's a great one there, Alan. So thanks for that. And Graham, final thoughts on Leadership 101. I can't remember where I um, heard it or read it. May have been Robin Sharma, might not have been. Um, a leader's primary responsibility is to grow more leaders around them. Start with why. Why do you want to be a leader? That's it. Perfect. I mean, I think and that's a great question to end on. I actually think it's a perfect question to end on. So thank you for that, uh, Graham. And I think for all new leaders, definitely that's the question to ask um, and then take in the rest of the podcast. There's so much to learn from this. I want to thank everybody for being on today. I want to thank Danette for jumping on right at the last minute as well for some final responses. And I want to thank everyone here for being here. Like I said, I love seeing when there's six screens on the uh, Zoom. It always makes me feel happy. It means we're getting a lot of responses. So it's always good. And I'm always learning stuff. Uh, As always, I want to thank everybody that's been listening. We had another great week last week. 
Um, and uh, and I just can't be thankful enough for the support that we're getting from everybody that's listening. So thank you all so much. Uh, and to everybody that's on the podcast today, I want to thank you all very much. It's all, all this stuff is really helping me even try and learn a bit more about leadership and how to do it. So uh, I'm learning stuff every week. So thank you all so much. Thanks, Jess. Thank Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much, Jess. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Apologies that I was late. <laughs> That's no problem at all. That's another one of the L's to add to the list. And uh, I just wanted to say I haven't done the actual sign-off. Everyone, have a magical week. <laughs>